Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Well, I'll take it from here. I appreciate that info about how good folks can win some money, and I appreciate you troops showing up for muster. I hope all is cool and copacetic. Um, there is a, a pilot project that's going to roll out in the state of New York that will deliver groceries to the homes of people on food stamps. You know how uh, they got you go to the grocery store. And uh, now you don't have to, like, go shelf to shelf. You can just text in or whatever your order, and they'll meet you there at the curb, some of these grocery stores, and they'll put it in your car and away you drive home. And uh, uh, there are some places, even, where they will deliver your groceries. And, and in fact, here's the thing. When I was a little boy, I think that's when that's – I think they used to do that back in the day. I think that that was wrapping up when I was a little kid. But I, I think that local hometown grocers um, would deliver groceries if you want them to. Tell them what you wanted. Uh, they'd bring it by. You'd pay them, and away they'd go. And uh, there you'd have your food. Well, that old day thing is kind of coming back. And there is a federal government uh, a program that uh, wants to, in a slow, methodical fashion, roll out a way whereby food stamp uh, recipients... You know, these SNAP people would be able to um, get their groceries delivered. And uh, I'll be honest with you, when I hear, when I first heard that, I thought, yeah, why don't we make it even easier? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because my thought is, hold it, if, you're, if I'm paying for your groceries, don't you have time to go pick them up? I mean, because like I'm at work paying for them, maybe you could go pick them up. Uh, but, but here's the deal. They say... Uh, a lot of people who are on food stamps, uh, you know, some of them will be, you know, young or old and and unable to get out. It could be grandma at the house, right? She might be on food stamps. She might not be able to get out and get her groceries. Uh, or maybe someone who has some physical or, or a handicap or some other such thing. Also, it could be maybe somebody who lives uh, in an impoverished uh, city neighborhood or out in a, a poor rural area where there aren't stores around there. You know, I grew up where there really weren't hardly any stores. And there are a lot of neighborhoods where, you know, there's not a store around here. There's the bodega down there where you can, you know, get ripped off on your lottery ticket if you win, I guess. And if you need some rolling papers or some blunts to hollow out for uh, marijuana, I guess you can get that there. But I don't know if they have broccoli. So, I mean, the argument is some of these people are they called a food desert. But some of these people uh, who won't have transportation, don't have a car. Because here's the funny thing. A lot of them get a car, you know, and they lose their welfare. You know, if you get enough assets to buy a car, which might be the thing you need to, I don't know, go get work or go take some classes or whatever else like that, become an Uber, I don't know. But if you get enough money saved together to buy a car, they say, oh, well, you got enough money, you don't need welfare, and you're, you know, so I don't know if that's smart. But anyway, my point is, you don't have transportation, 
And, uh, you know, you don't want to go get your groceries on the bus. And a lot of people live where no bus runs. So the, the government says we ought to have a pilot project and see about delivering groceries to food stamps uh, people. And so, okay, I mean, if that's what you want to do, that's your goal. All right. So, so here's what they've done. Uh, and, and it'll cost 8 to $10 per delivery. Uh, one of the unanswered questions is, okay, who pays for that? I mean, I know I pay for it in my taxes, uh, but does uh, that get, does food stamps pay for that directly? Does that welfare recipient, do they have to pay it, um, you know, out of their grant otherwise? I don't know. Where's, it, who, where's that money come from? <clears throat> but here's, here's the thing. See, so far, and I'm not like bleeding heart guy for the welfare recipients, uh, any of them, from the big corporations to the, uh, you know, the, the, they're like real people. Uh, I always think that, uh, that welfare brings with it so many traps and hooks and soul-destroying poisons. But if you say, okay, there are folks who can't get out to a good store, uh, they would simply go online, uh, probably they could do it from their Obama phone, and place an order. Now, myself, I'd like to say, okay, let me, let me look at what's on that online order thing, okay? Let's make sure that there are no potato chips and soda pops and stuff like that, okay? Let's dial back on the prepared food and have like a little more re- regular real food. But anyway, if we're going to do it, we're going to take the food out to folks. I mean, if you're not on food stamps and you don't have a car, then I guess screw you very much. You're going to have to walk. But so if we're going to do it, that's fine. And I, I can see that for some people, it would be a legitimate need and a and a true service. And I would be glad it would be available to them. Um, but here's what the federal government's doing. It's developing a, a pilot program. And New York is one of the first rollout states in partnership with Walmart and Amazon. And so if you're the food stamp person, you'd go on your phone or on the computer, whatever else like that, and you would make your order, and it would then be delivered from Amazon uh, or Walmart uh, to you. Now, what's wrong with that? Right? Not not the issue of should we be delivering food to the door of the food stamp people. Let's let's just for the sake of conversation say okay that's fine and and probably for it, it probably it is fine. I, I can I can see a legitimate need for some some people. Great. So let's just accept that we want to do it. We want to deliver food to the door of food stamp people. Okay. And the government comes up with a pilot project with Amazon and Walmart. What's the problem that pops up now? All of a sudden, this stops being about getting, you know, quality food to people who have difficulty actually getting to it at the store. And it starts being about putting your local grocer out of business. Right? In Walmart and Amazon, you have just grabbed the two largest retailers, not in the United States, but in the world. Right? I mean, and, and Walmart is close with that one in China, BB or Bong Bong or Bing Bing or whatever it is. I don't know. But it, it, the, the two largest retailers in the world, <clears throat> led by the, two of the richest families uh, in America, uh, Bezos and Walton, they, here's the thing, food, food stamp customers are the largest single category of food buyers in America, right? That's where we are as a society. And what that translates to is customers, a lot of customers, right? And businesses need customers. And when Walmart and Amazon enter into this relationship with the government to get all the food delivery business 
from the food stamp people, all of a sudden, like, here's the thing. You ever go to your, there aren't very many local grocers left anymore, like the IGAs and the places like that. I love them when I see them and I get near when I always go in and buy something. I like that spirit. Also, uh, Wegmans is a quasi-hometown uh, uh, grocery store, but I think it's doing fine. Tops has had some challenges, you know, the management buyout thing, trying to keep them afloat. Uh, we have Price Chopper, which is kind of a regional thing. These are all other places that sell perfectly good food, too, as well as all the, you know, the, the regular grocery stores like we had when we were kids. Some few of those linger. If... Amazon and Walmart have the, that's the only place food stamp people can get their food delivered from, then you've just taken all those potential customers away from the the grocer on the corner. And in your desire to do good for the food stamp recipient, we'll bring it to your house. You've just done an awful lot of bad for the local grocery store and its owner and its employees and its other customers who, when that store closes, are going to be screwed having anything local. So it's like uh, there ought to be a thing that oh, oh, that just like if you have food stamps, you have your SNAP card, you can go to any place that has the little, you know, almost all of them will process them, and you can make your choice. You can go to what store you want to. If it's going to be home delivery, if that store is willing to offer home delivery, if it's Joe's, you know, grocery on the corner and they'll offer home delivery, why can't that be part of food stamp delivery too? Right? Because this way, the government is saying this giant pool of customers and the vast amounts of money that they represent will go into the pockets of Walmart and Amazon. Two companies which, more than any others, have gobbled up and destroyed our locally owned stores to include grocery stores. So, again, half of this I'm okay with. You want to help out the food stamp people? All right, I can see your point. That's This is a worthy thing. Let's make it work. But when it becomes an Amazon and Walmart enrichment scam, I'm not willing to throw away local grocery retail in the name of this program. Especially when, if you can figure out how to get Walmart and Amazon to deliver groceries to some poor person's door, then you know what? These other stores ought to have the same opportunity to try to figure out a way for them to get uh, groceries to those good people's door. Don't you think? What do you? What is your thought on this? Both pieces of it. Should we be delivering groceries to food stamp people's door? Uh, and, and, but if we do, should it just be Walmart and Amazon? 421-9797 to the 315. Time for traffic and weather on 570 WSYR. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week you can play for free anytime anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses so join me in the fun sign up now at chumbacasino.com no purchase necessary btw void were prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus what if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation where it's not about mission statements but a shared mission at u.s customs and border protection we go beyond to protect more than borders from ship to shore air to ground 
cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. All right, troopers. The number is 421-9797. Jeff, glad you called us, sir. Welcome to 570 WSYR. Hi, how are you, Bob? Thanks good, buddy, good. Call. You bet. Hey, listen, uh, back in the beginning, when this whole thing started, there were places that welfare recipients went to where they were called commissaries. And in those commissaries were all the staples of living, the milk, the cheese, the shoes, the clothing. Everything was in one building. So we could take a positive spin with these companies that you're talking about. And why couldn't we get these companies to build these buildings in certain locations around the United States and have these commissary-type buildings for these people? Now, as far as bringing food to their door... That would have to be some sort of stipulation, I would think, to that where the person, like you said, would have to be handicapped or crippled or have no one to care for them. Uh, there are certainly plenty of advocators out there that would help people as such. And Walmart and these stores like that could, could actually even pay those people to deliver their food to these people. So I think there's, there's a real problem here in Syracuse, New York, and right on down the I-90 corridor. Uh, with, with all what? the cities on that corridor. And, problem with and what? It, something needs to happen about Pro- it. Problem with what? With, with the fact that there's so many people who are on public assistance now. Well, that here's a, that's, that's America. I mean, a, a high percentage of people in many parts of the country are on public assistance. New York has, you know, we have a very high percentage. You get into places like New Mexico, and there, there, are, there are a lot of places with a lot of welfare recipients. Uh, I, I'm not familiar with any time in the American social welfare system where there's been uh, a commissary system as you describe it. There were county farms that were done in New York uh, through the 1800s and ending like in the early, like in the 19, like with the Depression. There were still some county farms where the indigent people uh, would be put up if they didn't have a place to live and where they could work as part of a an agricultural system uh, to generate food for themselves and for other poor people. Um, and, but, and we have had food distributions, uh, but we've never had that I'm aware of uh, in this state any place like what you describe. And the notion of going and building something like that seems like an awful lot of expense for naught because we already have buildings that are called stores. Um, and, you know, at, at least for another a few months until Amazon kills them all, uh, these stores will have merchandise which people can uh, pick up. Yeah, I, I, I we're not going to you know fix the welfare problem right here right now, um, and I don't know if we ever will. I fear that we may have become so addicted to and intoxicated by uh, both the giving and the demanding of money that um, we'll never escape its its clutches. But on this issue of they want to figure out a way to do home delivery of groceries for people uh, on food stamps, and here's the deal. I can see where that could be something of a game changer for um, uh, it, it, poor people tend to live together in urban neighborhoods around the country. I grew up in a very impoverished area. It was way out in the sticks. Uh, some people are all crowded together in very impoverished areas in city neighborhoods, and they often have poor access to like a store without cockroaches. So, you know, if you could deliver their food, that might give them more selection. I see that point. If you want to help those people, you know what? Maybe you could talk me into that. That might be worthwhile. 
but I don't want to help Walmart or Amazon. I'm not here to pick winners or losers. And when you turn over the massive food stamp market for home delivery to the two largest companies in America, you are dooming, I don't think I'm exaggerating a bit, thousands of smaller companies. And that's no good at all. News with Dave Smith and the free-for-all coming up on 570 WSYR. Thanks, Todd. Appreciate that. That's Dave Smith. He's staying with us, joining us as well as Zach George. And Zach, you're doing well today? I am doing well. Yes. Okay. Last week, about this time, I was in Georgetown uh, in the District of Columbia. And uh, all around the sidewalks, scooting about, were these small electric scooters. Mm. Right? Cool. Can you picture what I'm talking about? Yeah. Vespas. (laughs) No, not... not, Smaller uh, than that? Well, a Vespa, that was like a, uh, what do you call where you pedal it sometimes and it goes yeah, off sometimes? Yeah, I, I don't know. But, Zach, do you know what I'm talking about? How fast did they go? It's, it's like a flat, looks kind of like a skateboard. Yes. And it has handles oh, that come up high. Right, yeah, and if yeah, you're a yuppie, right. you stand there and you expertly guide yeah. these two through traffic. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So they go, they're like top at like 20 or something? One of those I, things? About or? that, I guess, yeah. Yes, yes. I know what you're saying. They're nice but little... In in big cities, they're all the rage. Mm. Mm. And you can rent them just like, you know, you rent these bicycles in big cities. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. You know, yeah. and they're all over. Except, have you seen any of those in downtown Syracuse? Ah, no. I have not. No. I wonder why not. Uh, I don't know. Why not? Because po- politicians have to be bribed yet. The companies that rent these in Washington and Baltimore and Dallas and every place else want to rent them in uh, New York and Buffalo and Rochester and Syracuse, but the state says, oh, we'll need to regulate that. Oh, wow. (laughs) Massive influx of of, uh, lobbying dollars from these companies to our dear politicians. You know what would give us more streets to use those? You're going to get mad at me for this. Oh, wait. Here we go. A community grid. TG. (laughs) A community grid. There you go. There you go. (laughs) We'd have more streets to scooter on. Maybe that should be their selling point. I laugh when I go to Ithaca because they have the bike loan program down there yeah. i mean we yeah. have it around here too i think some places but they have it down there and i and I, it's kind of like a game now i count how many bikes are at the stand it's like the same number every time i go down <laughs> right i don't know who's taking them if i mean they're on a college to, if you can't it, get a bike out of the bike rack on a college campus i don't know what you're doing so anyway. if you want to rent a bicycle you should probably do it soon because i don't believe that model lasts for many more years no, yeah i think it's yeah it was a good about, idea, but I don't. I guess you, I don't know. Zach, have you ever have you ever had a temptation to be on a scooter like that or something like that? I haven't. Like, I mean, you, I looked at them and I've been like, it'd be cool to you know be on one, but I wasn't going to just like you know jump on one and just drive away with it. When they start right, renting out go karts, I'm I wish first they in would. line. When they start renting out go karts, <laughs> I'm first in line, baby. It'd be cool Usually, to start racing them. Yeah, why not? Go-karts? <laughs> oh, well, no, scooters, go-karts, whatever. Whatever. Well, no, just there's race. a big difference. Put out Erie Boulevard. <laughs> go-karts, I can sit down in, have a helmet on, strap myself into. Scooters, yeah. I'm out there waiting yeah. to fall down. Well, that's, that's that's true. true. That is a good point. Uh, on, on the go-kart thing, and Dave, this isn't an outhouse reference, but you know what a side-by-side is? Uh, yeah, the, is that the sidecar on the motorcycle? No, no it, oh. but that's good. Uh, but a, a side-by-side <laughs> is like a, a four-wheeler. You know, uh, like a, oh, a, a gator type thing. Oh, the big Only gators. a little bit ro- yeah. souped up, and, oh, yeah, and there's yeah, a, yeah. a driver's seat and a passenger seat in the yeah, front, a side-by-side. Yeah. Side. yeah. Um, the, the state of New York is going to start registering those. Well, why we, would they do... 
<laughs> that was my question for you, Dave. Oh, wait. Why would they do that? <laughs> uh, wait, let me think. Uh, does it cost to register or anything? Yes, oh, yes. Oh, now you'll have my. stickers and a plate, oh, and they'll have a fee every year. And then we could have an inspection, too. That'd be swell. And you got to e- have e- this and this and that. Yeah. I- I- everything you ride on has to have a license. Jeez. Watch it. All right. <laughs> Zach, what's our topic you know, today? That actually brought me back before I start this topic. Uh, me and my cousin, what we used to do with our scooters is we you could bring the handlebars down like as, like really, really right. far. Yeah. And we'd sit on the scooters and ride them down hills. Yes. It was probably the most dangerous thing ever. We didn't wear helmets. We didn't wear any knee pads or anything. Oh, we used to. Yeah. No, and, that's uh, that's just, a... That's a great way to get castrated. Yeah. Because um, <laughs> that's how it was, wasn't it? You're, you're kind of laying back a little bit, and yep. that thing rests yep. kind of in the middle yep. of your chest. You got that yep. little handle there. Yep. Exactly. If, if there is a great way to get castrated, I guess that would be Those scooters without the, without the the electric motors, uh, I, I was amazed to see people on those. I bought those for lots of kids, my relatives and not, yeah. but I've never gotten on them because I look at those and say, how do you not die immediately yeah. after stepping on it yeah i admire coordination <laughs> me yeah, too exactly yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, so, so what was our topic so our topic is the nfl draft last night it was in nashville tennessee which is home to my tennessee titans and uh, they had they said they had a record um amount of people which was two hundred thousand. but to do what well, to what? At to be the there? draft. At, the, at draft. the draft in the streets yeah, but, of Tennessee. Yeah, but they, yeah, say, Nashville. they say that Philly had the record last year with 250,000. So now I'm like really confused. And I was like actually trying to figure this out mm-hmm. right before we were getting on. And I, I don't, I'm, I'm still trying to figure it out right now. So what was the number but this year? The number was 200,000. So they're 50,000 short if that's, if Philly broke the record with that. Oh, mark. you think records can only go up? Okay. <laughs> I, I think so. Wow. This is our record smallest crowd. <laughs> that Here's the what thing. They I'm sure it was a lot of fun, but it was it worked out okay last night on my TV too. You know what I'm saying? 100%. But did you yeah. see that they literally took the whole street of Broadway, which is the um, street in Nashville that has all the live country music and everything. Yeah, that was uh, that was that looked nuts. Yeah, that was not I yeah, I don't. I don't think that's going to happen again. <laughs> you don't think so? No, I don't think you're going to be. Taking did you over see a street the, in a major city like that? Like that the, again? The Bills, of course, made their pick, and they also subsequently uh, uh, tweeted out a little bit of a video of the part of the process by which they made their pick. Did you see that? No. Is that a flip of a coin? No. There's a. <laughs> you, you're thinking about past years. We're we're winners now. Yeah. Well. Okay. But there's this there's this fan, uh, Pancho Billa. I don't know if you're familiar with him. He dresses up and has for years each game. He wears like a, a, a chuchador or whatever those Mexican wrestling masks um, are. Mm-hmm. He'll have yeah, a sombrero yeah. and the red, white, and blue theme. He's, he's uh, been a fixture at games uh, for a number of years. Uh-huh. But he, he's been a, he, he got cancer this year. Hmm. And uh, I think just yesterday or the day before, they moved him to hospice care. So here's, here's what happened. Uh, Brandon Bean or whatever the GM's name is, uh, and they've got little cameras all watching this. He, from the room where the Bills were having their strategy, he calls Pancho Billa and says, "Listen, we, uh, we we're thinking about uh, picking so and so. What do you think? This uh, what was it, Ed? What was his name? Do you remember? Um, um, anyway, sure. 
Trevor or something. There's some there's some football player, big man, wears his hat backwards. Anyway, the point being, and Poncho Bill goes blah blah blah. Anyway, the official relaying of oh, the bid. Oh, you mean you mean the, who they drafted at Oliver? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Okay, okay. sorry. I thought oh, he wears like his hat backwards GM or something. I wasn't sure what the GM was, but yeah, Ed Oliver is the guy they drafted. Yeah, Ed, Ed Oliver. Okay. Yes. Ed Oliver. Yeah, Brandon Bean is the 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 GM. I'm telling the story poorly, but Brandon okay. Bean asked Poncho Billa to officially relay the Buffalo Bills pick uh, uh, to the NFL. And so here's this guy who's dying of cancer, you know, his Poncho Billa outfit laying in the hospital bed, and Terry Pagula talks to him. It's a sweet thing, I'm sorry, but that's that's, that's that's my story from last night. Yeah, yeah. So you got to find somebody to replace McCoy now, right? Is well, does he's he gonna take be, the place of that gonna, guy who retired? He's going to get. Guy he's like? going to get beaten up. You never heard your who, Buffalo what? Bills running back spoiled the end of Avengers Endgame. Oh, I did. He spoiled he, the end of the movie. Re, don't do. Don't do that. Don't say anything. Oh, I'm not going to say no. They want nobody will release what he said. It okay. was on Twitter. He went on Twitter. <laughs> Oh, and wow. he spoiled the movie they're for everybody. Oh, my gosh. Oh, they're, yeah. Oh, yeah. Here's, here's the thing. <laughs> they're after I, him big time now. I went to bed last night with my wife and half my children gone because yeah. they were at the movie theater watching. Yeah. No. So, yeah. He's, yeah. They, they won't even, even, I mean, the media won't even say what he said, which is good. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'll wait until it's available That on movie DVD, is supposed you. to be huge. Mm-hmm. I mean, like in the neighborhood in a couple of weeks or three or four weeks of a billion dollars yeah, worldwide yeah, sales. Yeah, yeah. Will, will either of you guys go see it? I haven't seen any other of the of the other ones, so oh, I can't really go see this kidding? one. Uh, I, I've no. seen them. I don't know that we'll go to the movie. I don't know. It's a, it's a, my wife likes them, but she doesn't like them. Mm-hmm. I made her sit through one, and she kind of actually I made her sit <laughs> sit through uh, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, the first one, and she enjoyed it. I think uh-huh. she said she did. She laughed. I mean, it was funny. I mean, you know, there's some humor in these things. It's not just, you know, yeah, I, I've geeky not superhero stuff. But I don't comic book type stuff. Yeah, but you know, I don't. I don't live by it. I don't. I'm certainly not going to be there at the midnight showing yeah. or anything. But yeah, yeah it's it's funny because Nate, our morning producer of 570 WSYR, he comes in and you know, I came in and. Um, you know, we're in the transition of, you know, me taking over and he's just ranting and raving about this, uh, this movie. And I'm like, you got to close the doors if you're going to talk about this. There's probably people here that haven't right. seen it. And, you know, he gets really animated and he's te- he's basically like reenacting the whole entire movie because he knows I'm not going to see it. And he just needed yeah. to like, he, he went to all. it last night before he came in for his early morning shift. Yes. He did. Wow! Yeah. Excellent. He, he went. He went a little earlier so he could, you know, kind of swing rest. it. So yeah, yeah. yeah I love it when people get excited about things. Yeah. I, I know in in Rochester right now, um, Hamilton is showing at their playhouse up there, and yeah. I know a couple of families who went to see Hamilton. And then went to like a twelve thirty in the morning showing of of this movie, oh, wow. and they had their two big giant entertainment events back to back. Wow! Yeah, I'd, I'd have to sleep for a week. Yeah. <laughs> to rest up. <laughs> How well, long? I, I'm, I might be going to see it tomorrow. The, the thing is, we uh, like my wife is afraid that if the kids see trauma and violence on movies, it'll mess up their heads. And I think living with me will mess up. Their heads. I was just going you know to say they don't, more. You mean more? More yeah, exactly. living with you. It's not the <laughs> That's movies. That's what she yeah. means, <laughs> honey. So they can only take so much trauma. So she <laughs> takes. Yeah, right. yeah, I've maxed it out. <laughs> She takes the older ones to see a movie first, and if it's sure. okay, then I take the younger ones, and I might go see it tomorrow. There you go. We, yeah. We've also got uh, it was a blue and gold banquet tomorrow. Either Zach, did you ever do? Did you boys do Boy Scouts when you were younger? Uh, I did Cub Scouts. And then... Yeah, I did Cub. I got to Bear. I think. Excellent. Or what was the one? What's the one after Bear? 
lion. Uh, I, don't I don't know. I, I don't I thought know. it was just Cub Scouts, either... Weebelows, and then Boy Scouts, but what they get no, something in know, between there now? Yeah, I think so. I was like, oh, I okay. think bear, tiger, wolf, tiger, I think lion, I, wolf, bear. I think I got something. the one right under oh, Weebelow, and then I okay. just, yeah, I couldn't make a fire. No, that's so what I said. I went from Cub Scouts, and that was Weebelows, and that was it. I think I got into Weebelows, to be honest. That's with you. cool. You beat you know, me. We'll, yeah. we'll be loyal scouts, yeah. is what Weebelow stands for. But anyway, there's a little banquet where they do something the end of the year. And uh, we've got that Saturday afternoon, tomorrow afternoon. My wife is screaming at the radio. I can tell you right now because I can tell because I'll tell you the story because she's saying, "Tell him the story, tell him the story." The reason, the story. The reason I kind of dropped out is why I was embarrassed. You know how you you have to do the three finger salute, right? Yeah. You hold your three fingers up. You take uh-huh. your thumb and you hold it's, your it's pinky. Two, Zach it's can two, see it, but nobody it's else two, can. It's two fingers for Cub Scouts. Two fingers right, spread apart. Boy Scout is then three, three fingers exactly. side by side. And Zach, uh-huh. can you see my hand? I can't bring my third finger. I can't bring it up. It doesn't work. Oh wow! And I was so embarrassed. <laughs> and I, I seriously, I cannot bring wrong? it up. But this is this this is a lifetime thing. You've never been able to do. Oh this. no! Yeah. What's, yeah. What's no. going on with you, man? I can't do it on the other hand either. In fact, the other hand is worse. And so I is just, this, I was a, so embarrassed that I just like, I dropped is this out. A, My wife knows is, this. I, I, is this a parking pass scam? <laughs> is that what this is about? That's why I got a handicap sticker. I need so to park I, close to the door and look my fingers game. Because I can't get all my three fingers up. Well, well that's interesting. So, so I wish of, I could show stop, it to you, Bob. Stop doing now, but it's, stricture of those a, little tendons or I'm something? Not, yeah, I'm not yeah. I'm not faking it. I can, can you, you know, Can you grip it. things appropriately? It's, can it's you hold, freaking Zach Can you stick all of your fingers out straight? Yeah. Like, could you salute if you had yes, like a, like I can a military salute. salute? If I were if I were in the military, I can salute. I oh. do it. I do it as a. But if the all. little finger doesn't but the bend, little finger, the ring take, finger won't bend. When I take exactly, <laughs> when I take my thumb to reach over for the little for the pinky finger, uh-huh. my uh-huh. Uh, middle finger is fine. My index finger uh-huh. is fine, but the ring finger will not come up straight enough huh. to hold it to my head. And, and when, you, when, you, listen, when you're when you're 11 or 12, that's embarrassing. That yeah. was tremendous. I understand that. I was like, and my parents were like, "No, you really need to go." And I'm like, "No, your brothers were in Boy Scouts." Well, I think your brothers were in Boy Scouts. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, well, good for them. Oh, Maybe th- I'm really glad you weren't embarrassed enough to not tell us. I'm glad you could yeah. come clean. But I just thought, what the no, I'm and I'm glad to know at my you know, age, and I work I with someone now. who's a little bit different. You know, <laughs> I'm, I'm a little different, aren't Differently abled, whatever, like that. Yeah, exactly. But but it, that wouldn't in real life that would have no impact, right? I can't think of any hand no. It positions. doesn't. You That's play the thing. Golf it's for the all only, those things. No, it doesn't. Yeah, it has yeah. no that works effect. Fine. I mean, they bend and everything. Everything works fine. But when I go uh-huh. to do that salute, the Boy Scout salute with the three fingers, I cannot do it. Maybe it's discriminatory against people like you. <laughs> I think you're, so. You're kind, Dave. I'm, so I'm, so I'm going to get a lawyer and I'm going to sue the Boy you Scouts of America. That's right. right. That's a that's that's a goofy finger Dave over <laughs> goofy there. Goofy finger Dave. And, uh, and the great, uh, Zach George. Time now for traffic and weather on five seventy WSYR. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. News is next with the great Dave Smith on 570 WSYR. Step into the world of power, loyalty 
and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus.